Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I've traveled, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. In case you can't tell, your, your guy's coming to you from Ireland. I'm in downtown Dublin, Ireland, at the most fabulous hotel in Dublin, the Marion, M-E-R-R-I-O-N. And this is a member of the leading hotels of the world. This is a five-star hotel. Uh, every need is anticipated, and I have slept very well for a few nights. It's a lovely place to stay if you're in Dublin. We're talking a little more about the hotel in just a moment. Meanwhile, Mel, welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. You're listening to America's most widely syndicated radio travel show. I am your genial radio host, Rudy Maxa. And the music, the, pipe, the piping of piping in of the, this hour of the show is from one of the members of the Irish House Party Band. His name is Fergal Chambers, and he plays the, uh, well, he plays all kinds of pipes. Um... Wait a minute, this is Declan. Sorry, 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 sorry. I saw pipes uh, for Fergan. No, this, is, this is Declan Quinn, who plays the flute, which you just heard. He also plays uh, tin whistle. Oh, before I, uh, uh, before I tell you a little more, more about being here in Dublin, let me welcome our newest station to the Rudy Max's World family. It's FM 95.1 WXTK. It's in Hyannis, Massachusetts. It covers part of Boston and I think all of Cape Cod. I'm delighted to have WXTK on board. Look forward to a long relationship with listeners who will tune in on Sunday morning, I hope, every weekend. This is a good station. This is a good weekend to be a new station joining uh, Rudy Max's World, because today's show, as I said, is a special one. Earlier this week, I walked halfway down the block of uh, Upper Marion Street, which is right here where the Marion Hotel is located. I crossed the street and visited the, co the country's Museum of Natural History, where I've got to tell you, every creature that's ever flown through the air, that includes insects, ever swum in the water, or ever walked the earth, seems to be there stuffed and ready for their close-up. Uh, then I walked around the corner past the childhood home of one of Ireland's sassiest writers, Oscar Wilde, and I entered the National Gallery of Ireland to view some works by Goya, Gainsborough, Monet, Picasso, Titian, Van Gogh, Vermeer, and, as they say, many, many more. There's a special exhibition of mid-19th century and early 20th century cartoonists and magazine illustrators, including many artists who made Britain's Punch magazine what it was, and you can catch it through the 2nd of December. So if you happen to be in town the next couple weeks, it's here. This week I also had the opportunity to visit the home office of Jameson Irish Whiskey and compare and contrast that Irish whiskey against Scotch whiskey and American whiskey. Jack Daniels to be exact. Jameson showed quite nicely. You can tour, taste, and dine at the company's Dublin facility if you're visiting Dublin. Lots of other stuff to do. I spent about, I went about 30 minutes outside of town to a family farm called the Causey Farm. Now this is tailor-made for visitors who will love donning high boots and going bog jumping, which is just what it sounds like, jumping in bogs. I mean, if you're a kid, what's better than that? Mud everywhere. Uh, kids and adults can milk a cow. You can watch the owner, who's a very personable farmer named Matt Murtaugh. Murtaugh who command, he, you can watch him command his two dogs to herd sheep. Uh, you can even make some bread while you're there. And I also visited a castle that until recently was also the home to the last surviving member of a family called the Talbots who lived there for 800 years. Imagine that, 800 years. Today it's open to the public, and it boasts a great restaurant and an enormous botanic garden that you got to see to believe. Uh, one of the uh, family members, one of the Talbots, collected rare species of 
fauna and vegetation from all over the world. It's called the Malahide Castle and Gardens, and I'm going to put a link to it on my Facebook page, or my Facebook fan page, Rudy Maxa TV Show. I know this isn't a TV show, but that's how Facebook lists it. And right in the middle of town is the Dublin Castle. It was first born, uh, built in 1204 A.D., and today it's where Ireland's president is inaugurated and where state dinners are held, and some of the grand rooms are open to the public. And one more recommendation, St. Patrick's, Patrick's Cathedral. No relation to the same cathedral of the same, time in New, same name in New York. This one is Episcopalian. But it's where Jonathan Swift of Gulliver's Travel fame was the dean and is now buried. And of equal interest to me was an adjacent building called Marsh's Library. This was Ireland's first public library when it opened in 1701. I love these numbers. Family history of 800 years. Library built in 1701. Now, this amazing library, it's got these great dark oak bookcases that holds rare books from the 16th, 17th, and part of the early 18th centuries. There are reading cages that scholars were locked in when they read a book. That was to make sure no one slipped out of the door of the volume. Check it out when you visit St. Patrick's. Later this hour, I'll mention a couple other things worth noting in Dublin, but I want to talk for a few minutes about this hotel, the Marion. It's a member, as I said, of the leading hotels of the world. It's a jewel that was created by putting four rather dilapidated townhouses together, and they dress up quite nicely. The hotel surrounds a formal garden, and it boasts an indoor pool. Ireland's only two-star restaurant, as rated by Michelin, uh, is here as well. Keep in mind, Michelin only awards up to three stars, and given that there are no three-star restaurants in Ireland, the restaurant here called Restaurant Patrick, uh, how do you pronounce it? Gibo. Gibo? Looks like Gilubod, but it's Gibo. Uh, that restaurant is at the top of the Culinary Mountain, obviously. It's the only two-star Michelin restaurant here. The voice who knows how to speak French better than I do is Garrett Power. He's the guest, guest services manager here at the Marion. And if you're a real lo loyal listener to the show, he was on our show by phone uh, during St. Patrick's Day earlier this year because we thought we just wanted to drop in on Dublin and see what was going on. Garrett, welcome back to the show. Rudy, it's a pleasure to be on. I'm exhausted. Um, you, you seem to have packed an awful lot into your short time here in Dublin. Well, I sort of wanted to give people a feel of, of all the things you can do here. What did I miss? Well, I don't think you missed anything. You actually uh, educated me on what to see in Dublin, so that's a good start. I mean, you live down the street from Oscar Wilde's house. How fabulous is that? It's, it's, it's remarkable, and it, it's lovely to hear a, a foreign voice talk about it because you get used to something when you're walking by it every day, so it's nice to, to, to hear these new things. Your hometown is never your hero. I mean, I lived in Washington, D.C. for 35 years. I went to the top of the Washington Monument once mm. in high school because some cousin from Ohio was coming in and wanted to see it. Mm. We tend to take for granted, and this is a lesson I try to make on, uh, teach on this radio show, or teach, that's too wrong a word, I, I try to say on this radio show is that you can travel even in your own hometown. Mm. Yes, it's fabulous to fly to Dublin. I mean, it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience uh, uh, to be savored. But there are cool things in your home now. But people don't think that because they think, well, I can go any time down to Oscar Wilde's home. I can go any time to the... And when was the last time you were in the Museum of Art around the corner, the uh, National I, Museum? I couldn't tell you. I was just thinking the last time I was on the Open Top bus tour, which is a, it's a fantastic way to see Dublin. I don't think I've been on it for over 10 years. It's like New Yorkers that you meet who haven't been up to the top of the Empire State sure. Building. It's, it's, as you said, about your hometown. But no, it's... it's because it's there, you can go any time. Exactly, exactly. How does this hotel get so good? Who trained, who trained you guys? We got one minute, so impress me. Oh, well, uh, our general manager will be here today, so he's extended his apologies. Um, he's flying back from South Africa. He was at the Leading Hotels, leading hotels of the World Annual Conference. Um, and I suppose you could talk about the continuity of service here at the hotel. We're in our 15th year now. Peter McCann's our general manager. He's been here since the, the very start. Um, service is pretty much the motto here at the hotel. We have 280 staff for 142 bedroom hotel, so the level of staff to guest ratio is what, what it's all about. From the uh, second I got here, everybody knew my name. 
well that's what that's what we that's what we pride ourselves on and there's many other things as well that we can talk about about the, the food here at the hotel you've already alluded to restaurant Patrick Gibo but we also have the cellar restaurant and bar and you know good food Ireland we're leading the food a heck revolution of a at breakfast the I can tell you well I'll tell you more about the breakfast when we get back okay we'll be right back you're listening to Rudy Max's world you're also listening to the Irish house party we'll be right back here in Ireland are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. Hi folks, Rudy Maxa here, inviting you to visit Ireland and take part in the Gathering Ireland 2013. The Gathering Ireland will be a spectacular year-long celebration of Ireland and all things Irish. It begins with a huge kickoff New Year's Eve festival in Dublin, offering concerts, markets, family events, and more. And the celebration and fun will continue throughout the year with a full program of national festivals and events. For info on planning a trip to Ireland so you don't miss this incredible countrywide celebration, go to thegatheringireland.com or visit rudymaxa.com under sponsors. I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. Martha and seven other grandparents were excited to finally charter a 52-foot catamaran to the British Virgin Islands with her nephew as captain. After four days of fun in the sun, they were fishing 11 miles out to sea when the engines quit and the boat began to take on water. You can learn the rest of the story and a chance to win a Kindle if you visit TravelGuard.com forward slash stories. Travel Guard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance. Ladies, how many pounds have you gained since you turned 40? If you're like most women, probably 10 or more. But hundreds of thousands of women have discovered the secret to losing weight after 40. It's called Amberin, and it's an advanced natural product clinically shown to cause sustained weight loss for women over 40 without significant lifestyle changes. You can try Amberin absolutely risk-free and get a one-month supply free by calling one 800 525 The leading cause of weight gain in women over 40 is hormonal imbalance. Until you balance your hormones, losing weight can be practically impossible. Amberin balances hormones naturally, so the extra weight can fall right off. Yes, even that stubborn tummy fat. Plus, Amberin relieves other symptoms of hormonal imbalance, like hot flashes, night sweats, low libido, sleeplessness, and more. Be one of the first 50 callers right now, and they'll send you a complimentary risk-free trial with a 30-day supply free. Free supplies are limited, so call now. 1-800-525-2563. That's 1-800-525-2563. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. away on the 23rd of May. We were boarded by a pleasant crew all bound for America. Fresh water there we did take on board 10,000 gallons or more In case we'd run short going to New York Far away from the Shamrock Shore So fairly well, so we lies a deer And likewise to Derry Town 
No, I'm in Dublin, Ireland. You might be able to tell by that music. You're listening to the music of the Irish House Party. Check them out at theirishhouseparty.com. They're going to be in Chicago from the 19th of January to the 2nd of February. Want to find out where they're playing? Go to Facebook. Type in the Irish House Party, and you will. In fact, this hour of the show is brought to you by our friends at Tourism Ireland. Speaking of Ireland... And if you've ever thought about making a trip here, 2013 is the year to do it. That's because Ireland has issued an open invitation to the world called The Gathering Ireland 2013. It's a spectacular year-long celebration of Ireland and all things Irish. Maybe you have Irish roots. Maybe you have an Irish name. Maybe you've studied here or worked in Ireland. Maybe you've just enjoyed the music or food or both. Or you've had the desire to see this beautiful country rich in history with stunning landscapes. Well, 2013 is the perfect year to plan a vacation to Ireland and be part of the worldwide gathering. Go to thegatheringireland.com to see what else is planned for 2013 and how you can be part of it. To plan a vacation, try discoverireland.com as a website, discoverireland.com. You can find links to both those websites at my website, rudymaxa.com. Tom, we were talking before the commercial break with uh, Garrett Power, who is the assistant service manager here at the hotel we are staying with and where I'm broadcasting from right now. It's called the Marion. That's M-E-R-R-I-O-N. It's a five-star hotel here in Dublin. If they had six stars, it would be a six-star hotel. And we just wanted to spend another minute or two uh, with you, Garrett. Uh, sure. The food here. Um, we had a food critic on a little earlier who said 10 years ago, if she had been told there was going to be a two-star Michelin restaurant here she wouldn't have, in Ireland, she wouldn't have believed it. Oh, absolutely. Um, we're very proud of our association with Gibos, and it is the only two Michelin-star restaurant in Ireland. But more, moreover, we have another restaurant called the Cellar Restaurant and Bar. Um, our executive chef here at the hotel, Ed Cooney, he's a Cork man, so I don't hold that against him, even though I'm from Kerry. I everybody uh, makes jokes about Cork up here in Dublin. What's the deal? They, uh, I know they're down south and they think they're a separate country, right? They do, they do, indeed. Okay. Um, <laughs> but he, he's a leading member of Good Food Ireland. Now, Good Food Ireland is a, group, is a collection of all art, small artisan producers around the country. And uh, say, for example, you, you spoke about your breakfast that you had early, earlier on today. Ooh. Oh, it was a mighty breakfast, was it? Mighty breakfast, a lot of choices. Good. Uh, uh, the, the farmer, the, the butcher that we use is a, a gentleman called Tommy Doherty from Kells in County Mead. So the pudding from that is what you, what you ate this morning at breakfast. So that would be an example of a small producer that we know. So the chef would go around to the country um, and meeting all these local producers. So the set uh, the of bar, which you're going to dine in later on this evening and the chef will meet you and talk more eloquently about the food here at the hotel um, is another part of the, the offering here at the hotel. So the Marion has a lot of options for its guests. So you, you have the two-star Michelin that, that you alluded to earlier, but you also have the more relaxed atmosphere of the cellar bar. We'd, we have the semi-formal food in the, the cellar restaurant. And then, of course, we have our art afternoon tea, which is in our drawing rooms. Uh, you may have noticed that we have a... a the art collection here is... I know the owners. It's their, their collection. It's phenomenal. Yes, yeah, our chairman, Lachlan Quinn. It's his and his wife's uh, collection. Um, it's the largest private art collection in Ireland um, and to, uh, the, the art afternoon tea concept was developed around two and a half years ago. So what it is, it's a fusion of food and art. So it's, a, it's an interactive experience almost. So you sit down for two hours and one of my colleagues in the drawing rooms will explain to you the various pastries. You'll have cards that will explain that the, the pastry is a representation of a certain painting which is hanging throughout the hotel. So you have your art catalogue as well. So it's a, it's a beautiful experience. It was actually voted in the top 1,000 things to do before you die worldwide. So we're very proud of our art afternoon tea. I, be I best get <laughs> to it here. I'm right here. I better do that. You should. Let's, can we, let's shift from uh, food uh, to pubs and mm. to drink. And we have an expert with us. His name is Colm Quilligan. And he is in charge of the Dublin Literary Pub Crawl. Now, I have heard, Colm, of pub crawls. What is a literary pub crawl? 
Well, this one is a special one that's led by actors, professional actors, who talk about the, the writers of the pubs and introduce the whole concept of the pub, the poet and the pint. And uh, that's been going for about 24 years. And uh, it's a, a lot of fun, a lot of street entertainment. And the, the actors delve into the works of all the great writers who were exported out of Ireland, people like James Joyce and Samuel Beckett. Do um, they portray the writers, or are they, uh, do they quote from the writers? They quote from the writers. They, they portray the characters in a lot of the works ah. that, they, that they talk about. They don't, it's, it's not like a lookalike uh, um, show. It's, it's about really the content of the, of, of the work. So really, it's about the, you know, the color of the writing itself. So it's, it's fairly serious. I mean, obviously, going to pubs is fun, but I mean, but I mean, the literary aspect of it is genuine. It is. But it's not a bit serious now. I mean, wouldn't wouldn't, for, <laughs> wouldn't, we wouldn't go that far. We wouldn't. No, absolutely not. We wouldn't go. We wouldn't get twenty thousand people a year if we were banging on about James Joyce no. uh, and and the, and the detail about uh, Ulysses or Finnegan's Wake. No, we'd have to. We quote from some of the works, so it's very much an introduction uh, to the to the writer and the pub and how how the connection between the two came about. Are these pubs that these writers may have frequented? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It was it was there where where the, where they were regulars in certain pubs in in Dublin. Not necessarily Oscar Wilde because he was very much a drawing room salon uh, writer. Mm, yes. We're talk a lot about the the writers who came out of the drawing room salon and into the public saloon, particularly after 1928 when the censorship act um, um, was created to stop the Californication of Ireland. So a lot of writers uh, got out of the country or went underground into the pubs to look to journalists and editors of newspapers to help them out. So that's why you get the beginnings of that connection with the pub and the and the writer, because it was usually very close to where a newspaper's office was, was set. For example, the Palace Bar, which is an excellent Victorian gin palace down in Temple Bar um, from around about 1830. Tem Temple Bar being a neighbourhood. Right. Yes, it, it's a kind of an entertainment area in Dublin, a cultural quarter right beside the, the, the River Liffey. And the, the palace was about 50 metres away from where the Irish Times was published for many, many years. And a lot of the journals went into the back room, which they called the intensive care unit of the pub and that's where the young writer got a chance to be seen in print because they went and curried favour they imbibed and intrigued with those people and got their work into print and did they sometimes write under false names uh, for the newspapers or did they write under their, their real names? Oh, many of them might wrote them under their real names, but uh, one classic example was, was Brian O'Nolan, who was also known as uh, Flann O'Brien. And he went in, he wrote uh, a great book called At Swim Two Birds, which was published not in Ireland, it couldn't be published here. So he went to London to look for a publisher. He went to uh, uh, the Longman Publishing House and they gave it to Graham Greene, the great uh, British writer, to read the book. And he, he loved it. He said it was, uh, it, reading this book was like watching actors shatter glass on stage. A and That's a great line. It's a great line, yeah. And then the book then was travelled all over the world. It, many of the copies were burnt during the Blitz in 1940. Joyce got a copy uh, before he died in 1941. So did the Welsh writer Dylan Thomas, who spent a lot of his latter years in New York City uh, and died uh, from alcohol poisoning. He, he also loved the book as well, and he said, this is just the book to give your sister. She's a, da a loud, dirty, boozy girl. So you can imagine <laughs> the kind of content. But a great book to read, yeah. As well. I'm talking with Colm uh, uh, Quilligan. He is uh, in charge of the Dublin Literary Pub Crawl. Uh, how often do these pub crawls happen? How does someone who's perhaps going to visit Dublin find out about it? Well, you can just go to our website, dublinpubcrawl.com, and you can buy online a ticket from people from all over the States do that on a regular basis. And then the tours run every night from April to October at half seven, starting at the Duke Pub, 
number nine Duke Street. So that's where we begin the tours at 7.30. And then it's also running in the wintertime as well, four nights a week, so Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. So it is year-round, not every night, but year-round. Certainly in the winter it's still available. Yeah, it's still available, but partially because obviously the wintertime there's not that many people around, so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday it's quiet. We're off, we're stay at home in our local pubs. Is there an opportunity to have a pint of Guinness or something while uh, going on the pub crawl? Oh yeah, that's part and parcel of it. So we we splice in time time in the pubs for the atmosphere because so many people have have said to the said to tourism Ireland or Fort Ireland that that pubs are one of the great things to do when you come to Dublin because you don't have that pub culture elsewhere right. and it's a very kind of democratic uh, institution the pub people love to go in there and see it uh, so we allow time in the pub to have a drink of course last question how many pubs do we crawl to in a pub crawl well there are 850 pubs in Dublin and <laughs> um, yes. we'll, we'll crawl to three or four <laughs> Callum Quilligan thank you for joining us more information dublinpubcrawl.com and uh, thank you so much Garrett Power for joining us so, uh, and telling us a little about your hotel real pleasure Rudy we'll be right back here in Rudy Max's world a little more Irish music from the uh, uh, Irish house party to lead us out here at the Mar- Marion Hotel we'll be back in just a moment Talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Hi, folks. Rudy Maxa here inviting you to visit Ireland and take part in the Gathering Ireland 2013. The Gathering Ireland will be a spectacular year-long celebration of Ireland and all things Irish. It begins with a huge kickoff New Year's Eve festival in Dublin, offering concerts, markets, family events, and more. And the celebration and fun will continue throughout the year with a full program of national festivals and events. For info on planning a trip to Ireland so you don't miss this incredible countrywide celebration, go to thegatheringireland.com or visit rudymaxa.com under sponsors. I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. Martha and seven other grandparents were excited to finally charter a 52-foot catamaran to the British Virgin Islands with her nephew as captain. After four days of fun in the sun, they were fishing 11 miles out to sea when the engines quit and the boat began to take on water. You can learn the rest of the story and a chance to win a Kindle if you visit TravelGuard.com forward slash stories. TravelGuard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance. participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. In the very-
very month of May From me home I started Left the girls of June Nearly broken heart Saluted father dear Kiss me darling mother Drank a pint of beer Me grieving heart to smother After reap the corn Leave where I was born I could a stamp like thorns A banished ghost And goblins brand new pair of bros Rattling all the balls Frightened all the dogs Along the rocky road To double and one to three four five Hunt the hare and turn her down the rocky road all the way to Dublin, Max Oh, it's the Irish House Party. See him at theirishhouseparty.com. Listen, I could turn this into a music show. Just put my feet up and listen for hours here. This segment of Rudy Max's World, you're listening, by the way, you are listening to Rudy Max's World, America's most widely syndicated radio, radio travel show. Nice to have you in the house. This segment of the show is brought to you by our friends at Travel Guard. It's a chartist company and worldwide leader in travel insurance. Travel Guard provides products and services to millions of travelers around the globe, helping leisure and business travelers alike solve problems and manage risks. Right now, if you visit travelguard.com forward slash stories, you can read the newest story in a series of true travel, travel tales and be eligible for a chance to win a new Kindle. How about that? Every year, Travel Guard receives thousands of stories from travelers about their experiences, and in this latest one, a group charters a 52-foot catamaran to the British Virgin Islands, but after four days of fun in the sun, the engines quit. The boat begins to take on water. Want to hear the ending of this true story? Well, go to, go to uh, travelguard.com forward slash stories, and you'll also have a chance to win a Kindle. Coming to you live from the Marion Hotel, that's M-E-R-R-I-O-N, the Marion Hotel, uh, just the MarionHotel.com, I believe is the website. A lovely hotel right here in downtown Dublin for our special edition of Rudy Max's World this weekend. And I'm delighted to introduce to you my next guest. His name is Michael McDermott, and he is the publisher of Le Cool. It is an online publication that is very cool, actually. It is, well, I'm going to let uh, Michael explain it. Uh, Michael, what do you tell when people uh, come in from out of town and say, what is look cool? What do you publish exactly? I guess it's a... Um, good afternoon. Um, good afternoon. I, I guess it's a, it's a selective culture guide, so it's not an exhaustive list of what's going on, but it's curated. So we select every week about 25 to 30 things that are happening in the city. Uh, we started the Dublin version in May 2009, so we're very much behind the emerging the DIY ethic, the kind of, I guess, the changing landscape of the city in terms of events can pop up and disappear very suddenly. So we're not into promoting maybe the mainstream per se, um, but very much the smaller, it's as recommended by a friend. So that's the way we kind of, that's kind of the over, overriding philosophy of the guide itself. So it's, if you visited a city, and you wanted to kind of get the pulse of it, but not necessarily on the grand scheme of things when you're talking Trinity College or, or um, the Guinness Storehouse, but more the pop-up fashion show, the one-off, um, you know, the, the brand new coffee shop, the exhibition that's, you know... Um, if you want to be cool. If you want to be cool, I guess, yeah. Well, this, uh, if, you're, if, if you have Dublin on your mind or Ireland on your mind, or if you'd like to just see uh, Le Cool while we're talking about it with Michael, the website is Dublin dot le, le dot le cool dublin dot le cool dot com and it's a beautifully done website there's not a print edition this is not uh, something you're going to find in your hotel room or on newsstands it's only online it changes every week and uh, the one you will look at if you look at this right now this weekend as we're speaking is a special food issue and it's very neat and it makes me want to have a uh, uh, about seven more days here so I can eat at the Oyster Bar at the Temple Bar Food Market, which I saw today but didn't have time to get those oysters. Um, news on the Asian market, uh, news on the Dublin Book Festival, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Michael, I presume you have a staff that looks for the cool stuff. 
Yeah, I guess uh, we do. Um, and I guess because we've been established now, we've got about um, 16,000 subscribers um, to the edition every week. So and that's free. Anybody can subscribe. It's free. Anybody can go online. And we also have past issues there. So we've archived all of the previous issues. There's 163 of them. So you can go back and Ooh. look at events that have happened, you know, in the past or some that are, you know, obviously, um, I guess, continuing or, or mainstays in the city. But, um, yeah, I guess we get we feed through social media and particularly Facebook. We've got about 10,000 followers on that. We've got 11 and a half thousand Twitter followers so I guess there's a lot you know we're able to react a lot quicker now so we can find out about something now and I could have it up on, online in 25 minutes maybe you know so I guess it's that kind of being able to react to the I guess the con continual transitory nature of a city of this size. As a guy who's a print journalist primarily I just pretend here at Ray they let me I don't know any week they're going to pull me with a hook off this but uh, ha ha what is I, I see no advertising what is the what's the the plan for money here? Believe it or not there is advertising there there is as you scroll left to right but I think it's so you can see it there's panels but it kind of fits in seamlessly so one of the ideas is that the advertising is there you can't avoid it but it's not that annoying pop-up you know a skyscraper no, or banner it it fits with the blend, and I guess there's very much, like we always start with a, with a cover at the beginning, um, which is by a uh, graphic designer, an illustrator, a photographer, so we're supporting their it's work. It's a great cover, the food issue here is great. Which is lovely, which is based on an old Bisto ad, um, which ah. is a, a gravy, gravy over here, gravy sauce, that, um, that's kind of one of these that was an, an advertising in the 1960s, and it's updated to make it look a little bit like um, the advert as brought to you by hipsters. Well, it's, it's very, very cool. Now, check this out. If you're coming to Dublin, I mean, you've got to look at this and plan your, plan your trip, uh, or at least some of the things you're going to do here. Michael, thank you for joining us. Michael McDermott is the publisher I of Le Cool. The website, again, is dublin.lecool.com, and we also do, uh, do this occasional Le Cool experience, which is a walk, which is a pop-up experience that we never tell people where they're going or where they're going to end up. And, uh, Sounds like my life. Yeah. <laughs> Terrific. Michael, thank you. Thanks ever so much. All right, we're going to come right back in just a moment. We're going to talk with a historian and an author about uh, sort of a different kind of tour. Meanwhile, uh, the, uh, the Irish house party is going to play us out. Right after these commercials, we'll be back with a little more, wee bit more of Ireland. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at rudymaxa.com. Geico says, let's make life simpler. Look, I'm all for modern conveniences. But ask yourself, do you really need a blender with 23 buttons just to chop an onion? At Geico, we think life should be simpler. So we make it super simple to save on car insurance. Just one click and you could be on your way to saving hundreds. Come on, people. Life doesn't have to be that complicated. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. It's one of thousands of true travel tales they receive every year. Diane and her friend were enjoying a summer cruise in the Mediterranean when her legs started to itch uncontrollably. She let it go, thinking it would get better. But when she noticed it getting inflamed and red, her mind went to her worst fear. For the rest of the story, and a chance to win a Kindle, 
Visit TravelGuard.com slash stories. Travel Guard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance. Ladies, how many pounds have you gained since you turned 40? If you're like most women, probably 10 or more. But hundreds of thousands of women have discovered the secret to losing weight after 40. It's called Amberin, and it's an advanced natural product clinically shown to cause sustained weight loss for women over 40 without significant lifestyle changes. You can try Amberin absolutely risk-free and get a one-month supply free by calling one 800-525-2563. The leading cause of weight gain in women over 40 is hormonal imbalance. Until you balance your hormones, losing weight can be practically impossible. Amberin balances hormones naturally, so the extra weight can fall right off. Yes, even that stubborn tummy fat. Plus, Amberin relieves other symptoms of hormonal imbalance, like hot flashes, night sweats, low libido, sleeplessness, and more. Be one of the first 50 callers right now, and they'll send you a complimentary risk-free trial with a 30-day supply free. Free supplies are limited so call now 1-800-525-2563 that's 1-800-525-2563 hey folks how will you get home if a riot or natural disaster happens while traveling if you're like me you'll have membership with on call international on the phone is the company ceo mike kelly mike tell us about this coverage on call international's deluxe membership includes all the great benefits of our annual membership but also covers emergency evacuation due to earthquakes volcanoes political riots military coups, and more. Folks, save 30% off your membership today with the code RMAXA30 at OnCallInternational.com. Hi, folks. Rudy Maxa here inviting you to visit Ireland and take part in the Gathering Ireland 2013. The Gathering Ireland will be a spectacular year-long celebration of Ireland and all things Irish. It begins with a huge kickoff New Year's Eve festival in Dublin, offering concerts, markets, family events, and more. And the celebration and fun will continue throughout the year with a full program of national festivals and events. For info on planning a trip to Ireland so you don't miss this incredible countrywide celebration, go to thegatheringireland.com or visit rudymaxa.com under sponsors. Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Max's World. If you can see the changes that have come over me these past few days, I've been afraid that I might drift away. I've been telling stories, singing songs about the place where I come from, and that's the reason. Why I've been so far away today Let me tell you that I love you And I think about you all the time My Caledonia has been calling me And now I'm going home And if I should become a stranger That would make me Caledonia has been everything I've ever had. The Irish House Party. Visit them at theirishhouseparty.com. They're a local band here in Dublin. Though they're coming to Chicago from 19th of January through the 2nd of February. Go to their Facebook page, The Irish House Party. 
Um, they have a dinner here and a show at the theater. It's quite fantastic. I was there two nights ago. Don't miss it if you're coming to Dublin. Now, we talked a little earlier this hour, or last hour, about a food, a walking tour experiencing some of the artisan food here in the town. We've talked about the pub tour. Now we're going to uh, Pat Liddy is my next guest, and he, we're, getting, we're getting right to the top now. We're talking uh, history, architecture. Uh, Pat, welcome to the show. Thank you very much indeed. That's a, a former Aer Lingus. Uh, oh, for, uh, what there I say, 31 years. I was a manager in the ticket office in the days before computers. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and you had to handwrite the tickets. Handwrite it took them, forever. Yes, forever. And you also are an artist. That's correct. You're and a writer. writer. Yep. And you are uh, an expert on historic buildings and the public pace places in Dublin. And you've authored, my goodness, eight illustrated books and numerous booklets and articles that uh, uh, on Dublin's unique architectural and cultural heritage. And you run, I asked you what, the, what size tour you would run, and you said you've run a tour for one person, and you've also run a tour for... 750. I said that's a protest <laughs> march, not a... <laughs> well, it was fantastic. It was uh, taking over the streets, really. Street power. Uh, yes, I would say. But th this Dublin is such a great walking town. I think that's why we have so many walking tours and why it's so interesting having you on and, and so interesting for visitors to know about. To be honest with you, it's a small city in terms of walking around it. It is. But in terms of seeing everything, we'll get tourists who'll say, look, two hours, can we see everything? And you wouldn't see it in two days, walking. Sure, of course. And constantly walking. So I tend to split up the walks into various themes. For example? Well, for example, it could be Georgian Dublin. Now, we're in the middle of Georgian Dublin. To yes, a lot of people, that means nothing. But it's the 18th century part of the city. And it's probably not only one of the most unique areas in Europe, but it's probably the largest 18th century part of any city in Europe that uh, wasn't damaged during any of the wars. That's right, because Ireland was neutral in the war. We were neutral. We had a few bombing incidents, let's say, uh, but strangely, the German government paid compensation for letting a few bombs fall on us. That's quite amazing, frankly. Uh, it's very much an Irish story. But you said you do a medical walk, you uh, do a... Yes, literary walks, uh, historical uh, in the sense of the medieval part of the city. I even do macabre walks because this is the city of four or five great uh, writers in the Gothic tradition. Um, Oscar Wilde has written in the Gothic tradition, believe it or not, the picture of Dorian Gray, for instance. Of course, right. And, yet, and of course, Bram Stoker. Well, even before Bram Stoker, there was an even more famous person called Sheridan Le Fanu that Bram Stoker drew uh, some inspiration from. And his vampire was a very risque kind of vampire to have in the middle of the prudish 19th century. It was a female, a lesbian female vampire. That, that is pretty hot stuff. <laughs> pretty hot stuff. And Fifty Shades of Grey back in two, two centuries ago, oh, right? We've had it back a thousand years and more. <laughs> <laughs> so, you will, you, so you would obviously talk to someone before they come and say, what are you interested in? Correct. And you will handcraft a walking tour of Dublin for them. It doesn't matter what the challenge is. It can be um, a musical walking tour. It can be the modern punk pop or go back to Handel and the Messiah, the Baroque period. We can go back to the ancient history of Dublin. We can go back to the religious history of Dublin, like St. Patrick, for instance. We do great tours around the St. Patrick's period. This is fabulous. Pat is, the, uh, is clearly the uh, Renaissance man of Dublin. You can find more information by going to dublincity.ie. Search for Walk and Talk. That's the way I found it. DublinCity.ie. That's, yeah, that's a separate website. Mine is walkingtours.ie. That's simple. even better. Walking yeah. tour. Pat, thank you for joining us. Walkingtours.ie. I'll put a link on my Facebook page to it. Thanks, Pat. Thank you. Wise men say only fools rush in. 
But I can't help falling in love with you Shall I stay? Would it be a sin? Because I can't help falling in love to participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Max's world. Oh, well, this is the first show I've had a house band, and they are the Irish House Party. You can check them out at theirishhouseparty.com and catch their uh, show when you come here to Dublin at irishhouseparty.com. I'll give you details on it. You know, I went to a couple other places I wanted to tell you about here. One is called the Glass Nevin Cemetery. And, yeah, you know, somebody said you got to go see the cemetery, and I thought, well, you know, there are a couple famous cemeteries. There's Arlington Cemetery in Washington, and there's... I think it's called Père Lachaise in Paris, where, you know, what's his name from the Doors is. Jim Morrison is buried. And I thought, ah, you know, how cemetery. But this place is incredible. This, it's really a beautifully landscaped park. Get the size of this cemetery, 120 acres. You want to know how many people you can bury in 120 acres? More than the entire population of Dublin. population of Dublin is about a million people. 1.5 million are buried at the Glasnevin Cemetery. I kid you not. It was opened in 1832 by Daniel O'Connor, who was a hero here in Ireland, a leader of the Catholic Emancipation when England was, uh, I mean, when, when O'Connor was around, Catholics couldn't even be buried in cemeteries. Uh, Protestants had their own cemeteries, and Daniel O'Connor wanted a place where all religions could be buried, uh, or bury their dead, I should say, not religions, they're people, they're believers, from Protestants to Catholics, from Sikhs to Buddhists, and that is Glasnevin Cemetery. It's open to visitors. They've got a beautiful visitor's center. There's a genealogy archive facility there that you can find out if you have Irish relatives, where they lived, their profession, when they died, what they died of. You can check it out on their computers there at the Glasnevin Cemetery Visitor's Center. Among the famous Irish folks who are buried there, Daniel O'Connor, the gentleman who founded the cemetery, uh, playwright and author Brendan Behan, uh, the Irish revolutionaries Michael Collins, and am I pronouncing it correctly, Emin de, Va de Valera? De Valera, yeah. De Valera, okay. American. He's American? American citizen, yeah. I did not know he was an American was citizen. Reason. He was the only one of the uh, revolutionaries that wasn't executed in 1916 because he had American citizenship. <laughs> a few times an American passport is yeah, held down these days. Handy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every, all the rest of us want Irish passports. <laughs> uh, also, the parliamentarian and home rule advocate Charles Stuart Parnell is, is buried there. You can find out more information at glassnevintrust.ie. And I also learned about Gaelic games. I thought, well, is this a kind of... A, no, there, there are th three or four Gaelic games. The two most prominent are 
uh, hurling, which is sort of like lacrosse squared. I mean, this is a, uh, it's, it's considered the oldest and fastest field game in the world. Uh, you can find the earliest reference to hurling around, look at this, 1170 B.C. in the Book of Invasions, which is the first written history of Ireland. And then there's Gaelic football, which is sort of a fast-moving version of soccer in which players can actually use their hands to some extent in the game. And it's interesting, these Gaelic games are taught, kids learn how to play them when they're young. There are 94 clubs in, 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 uh, in Dublin alone. Uh, the one I visited called Nathena, I believe it was, has uh, 2,700 members. And these clubs started because when the Brits ruled Ireland, not only did they try to get the locals to forget about the, the Irish language and Irish music and Irish dance, it was also forget about the Gaelic games. And the games were kept alive, and they're coming back now. No one has ever paid. There are no professionals. They're so all amateurs. Nafina is the name of that club, yeah. Um, as uh, as uh, Cormac Dunshu, who, who introduced me to the Gaelic Games, said to me when he was telling me about them during this visit, he says, it's an expression of our identity. It's your game, and you're born to it. You play for the honor, not the salary, the honor of your tribe. If you'd like to know more about Gaelic Games, check out experiencegaelicgames.com. I was fascinated to learn. I actually got to hit, uh, take the stick and hit, hit some balls in hurling. It's a pretty... A uh, pretty tough game, and pretty. I, I imagine it's great fun to watch. It's got a great TV audience here. Okay, I've got time for just a couple deals of the week. I have a whole bunch of them. Uh, let's see. Oh, there's the cash register sound. Thank you for the cash register. Hey, if you're uh, thinking of going to Colorado to go skiing, Beaver Creek has got some pre-Christmas deals. Lodging rates are up to 40% off at Beaver Creek Properties. Plus, get this, complimentary ski and snowboard equipment rentals for up to two people. Valid for your entire stay. That's a savings of $54 per person per day, 180 bu 108 bucks for two people. You also get a $50 gift card for Bino's Cabin. That's the cabin halfway up the mountain. They take you up on a snow sled. And you'll also get 25% off lift tickets. Um, this is uh, Guests Have Got to Stay from November 21st through December 25th. I'll have to do there some more deals for you next week. You're listening to the Irish House, uh, Irish House Party Band playing us out. Thank you for joining me today at RudyMaxa.com. I got a lot of people to thank. I want to thank uh, uh, Jeff Ryder, our usual engineer, and I also want to thank uh, Eamon, our engineer here, whose last name I'm looking, looking for. Uh, Anna Schofield is my executive producer. I'm Rudy Maxa. We're going to be in Ireland again next weekend. We're going to be in a different place, so be sure to tune in. Hope you've enjoyed the band. You can find more information at theirishhouseparty.com. Have a great week. Talk to you from Ireland again next weekend. listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing Must Hear Radio on the SSI Radio Network.